Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yes, what's going on, people? We are back for another What A Week on the Miles Mikulski podcast. Oh, man. It's been another seven days. It's been another eventful ride. This time last week, we were just before the Oscars. Shout out to Daniel Kaluuya for having a mad, mad week winning, you know, Best Supporting Actor for Judas and the Black Messiah. Had to get that one off rip out straight away because otherwise I was definitely going to forget. But I hope you're good. Hope you're well and safe right about now. Shout out to everyone who's trying to stay healthy, drinking that water and just, you know, enjoying the easing of restrictions around the world, wherever you are. And if you're still in a sticky situation, then, you know, I wish you, you know, a speedy get out of that situation, really. I can't say speedy recovery because I don't know if you're ill or not, but you know what I'm trying to say, in it? I want to make sure that everyone is well and safe. As we embark across the last seven days of the week, for the podcast, obviously last week we spoke about AJ Tracy kind of being a bit of a disappointment, you know, not really living up to expectations with his album, which, you know, again, we looked at the numbers and it did well, but at the same time, it just didn't really hit. It just wasn't that one. It weren't the album. And I haven't seen as we go into another week, people talking about it. So my opinion still stands. But for more information about that, make sure you go back and listen to last week's episode of the podcast. This week, I am switching up just a little bit, just a little bit, because I'm actually going to be using some clips from the week in the podcast as well. Um, I'm going to start with point number one, because it links into what we spoke about last week, and it was T-Pain. So T-Pain has been somebody this week who's been getting a lot of attention for good reason, for very, very good reason, because he went onto his TikTok, and bear in mind, I've actually had a little look at TikTok, and I might be getting one soon, so uh, yeah, basically just look out for that when it does, drop in it. But uh, he, firstly, at the start of the week, was saying, oh, bro, I've aired so many people in my DMs, and he showed, like, a list of celebrities that he's aired, and there was some big big names in there i saw diplo in there i saw nate robinson in there i saw so many other names that i'm not even going to continue to list them but let's just say they are big people he might have lost out on so much money so much money just by airing it you know 
but I just thinking they come up in your, your standard bit. And to be fair, listen, I'm not on the same level as T-Pain. T-Pain's got probably a good couple million followers. T-Pain is a well-respected name in the music game, right? Not saying I'm not, but let's just come on. Like I'd be, I'd be silly. I'd be moving like, what's that? What's that girl who's getting cancelled off YouTube at the moment because she thought she was as big as these big celebrities? Call me Tammy or something like that. Some weird name like that is. The one who was on Dr. Phil and was getting absolutely ripped to shreds, but her, I ain't delusional, you know what I'm saying? I know uh, I know my place, I know where I am right now, do you know what I mean? In the future, it's a different story. Soon come, soon come. But he has probably missed out on some big money. Big money, racks, racks we're talking about, you know? Just off the fact of him not looking at his his uh, DMs. Because as he was scrolling through, of course people are just looking at names. I was looking at what the messages were saying. Because you know you could get that first sentence. And I saw people say, hey, I just opened up a club. This, this, this. I ain't gonna lie. People would pay a lot of money to hear T-Pain sing, buy you a drink. Especially after he won the Masked Singer as well. Which I believe was a couple years ago. So people know that he can sing. He would have been making some serious pee. But, you know, right now, T-Pain is on the Twitch, the Twitch game. And he's doing big things, you know. I'm, I'm happy for him because T-Pain is a very, very dope artist that, I mean, when we kind of had that transition from like hip-hop from the early, or no, the late 2000s into the early 2010s, we saw T-Pain and Future have like big beef. And because kind of hip-hop decided to run with Future, which is no problem with it, do you know what I mean? Like every era is going to have a new person. Like in the, in the 90s and early 2000s, Nate Dogg was a hook guy. Do you know what I mean? Then in the mid 2000s, you had T-Pain as your hook guy. And then in the early 2010s, Future was doing the hooks and stuff like that until Future kind of broke off and became the Future that we all know today. So there was big beef. And after that, there was kind of a weird, awkward position for T-Pain where he wasn't as hot as he was in the late 2000s with Buy a Drink, I'm in love with a stripper and all that. And he kind of went away and did his own thing. And he has been putting out music. He's, I believe he's still an independent artist now after the Oblivion tape that came out. But... He just knows like what to do and he's really tapped into the streaming. Now this is really this is like semi point two, which I'm gonna go on with. And in the world this week, we've seen, especially the sporting world, boycott social media due to like ongoing racism and stuff like that. Now, regardless of if you believe that boycotting social media is the answer, which for me personally, I don't think it is. You need to see more repercussions on things. Boycotting social media can be like, listen, I ain't gonna lie, racist can wait, you know. What you think because you clock out on Friday and come back on Monday, the racists ain't waiting. Like, you know what I'm saying? 9 a.m. fresh up. Yay. You drop some words that I can't say on the podcast right about now. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, boycotting social media doesn't do anything because people could still write their own things and their own opinions. But that's besides the point. But T-Pain actually went on his TikTok and had to share a little clip where he basically got his own back on some racists. Let me run the clip right about now and you'll hear it for yourselves. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Nice. One of these motherfuckers is on that and I want all of them. Yeah, man. I want every single fucking one of them. I want every fucking single one of them. I want it all. I want it all. I want every part of it. I want a part of it. I want the whole thing. I want the whole thing. Keep talking that I want you to delete the black skins from your motherfucking COD. I want the whole thing. I want it all. I want it all, boy. Oh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, looks like the win. Stupid idiots. So there you have it. You see what I'm saying? Like, 
T-Pain came through and absolutely schooled these man. He got all of them in that cod lobby. And yeah, that was it. And that was the end of them. And you know what it is? It's for me, it's, it's petty. Like, video games has always been a, a bastion of... I said bastion, you know. All right, all right, Miles, calm down. It's always been a bit of a, a, a sticky place when it comes to to music, innit? Really, like, not music, what I'm saying, racism. Games and racism, that's what I'm trying to say. I don't know why my mind went blank for a second, but... I've, even me, yeah, I wanted people that I ain't really got time for many, many things. Like, I'm very much like, yo, let me just get this dub. Let me keep it moving. If I lose, I lose, but I'm mad at myself unless someone's directly playing sweaty. But I remember at that point at the end of what T-Pain said, go through all your characters and delete all the black ones. I want that done. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to be racist here, why are you even using a black player? Now, the reason why I'm alluding to this myself is because I remember directly being on 2k this must have been 2k 20 so this is this is we're in the last like say year or so yeah and i'm playing on like ra a randoms team it's me and two people that might have known each other and then three people that were on their own team these all of them yeah were using black players and I, when i hear when I, when they were speaking and they were saying are you n n and to, to someone on my team right because they weren't at like me i knew they weren't black in it i'm not even gonna lie and I knew, I was like, bruv, these men sound Italian, these men sound Mediterranean. I'm not saying you can't be Mediterranean and black. That'd be stupid. I'm not I'm not ignorant. But for, for the most part, you can kind of tell the voice. And I was like, bruv, obviously there's no camera there. Like, there could be. But I'm like, how are you actively going around calling people this, this, that, whatever, but you're out here using a black character? Like, I'm not here. I just, I'm not a philosopher of racism, innit? But like, there's certain levels to it. I, listen, I ain't gonna break it down right now because we're just here to talk about what a week, but... T-Pain doing bits, but yeah, racism, or racists, I should say. I ain't trying to get into the mind of one. I don't understand what, what I'm going for them, man, there. But yeah, boycotting the football and T-Pain this week. We're going to have to see what happens as we get into next week in that one. But on a positive note, moving on. J. Cole, this month, actually, before I even say J. Cole, yeah, this month, this month could be a very, very important month for music. Big One of the biggest months in hip-hop we could have had for a very, very long time. And I ain't talking about DJ Khaled's album because we're, boy, we're going to get into that in a minute. But we got potentially J. Cole dropping in about two weeks' time. There's rumours that Kendrick's going to drop this month in May. And we've also got rumours that Drake's going to drop. And I ain't going to lie, Drake's album should have come out last year. Then he obviously had the Scary Hours 2 EP that kind of tied him over to fair. A lot of people didn't care about Certified Loverboy not dropping. And now we're looking like we're going to get very, very close to a Drake album. Maybe within the next 30 days. I'm not 100% sure. But Bass, who's on Dreamville, came out and shared a little cryptic sign. And then Kill Edward, who is basically J. Cole's alter ego, came out, posted a little sign sign, and then J. Cole had a few things to say. So it looks like we're gearing up closely to the fall off, which is apparently J. Cole's way of bowing out hip hop. I highly doubt it because unless J. Cole has nothing left to say and the world stays exactly the same as it is today on a Groundhog Day type vibe, I ain't gonna lie, he's gonna have more things to say as time goes on. So maybe it won't be as sporadic, but you know, he has things that he'll probably have to say soon. But when you think about the heavyweights of hip hop right about now, the last Drake album, like Drake as in no EP, no old school remastered tapes, was 2018 with Scorpion. For Kendrick Lamar, it was 2017 with Damn. And for J. Cole, it was 2018 with KOD. So it's actually been a long time since these men have dropped and i'm not one of them type of people yeah that want to hear a new album from artists every single year in the uk we ain't heard a dave album 
since Psychodrama in 2019 that came out in March. Obviously now he's gearing up for another album and that's how I want to see it. You know, you want to, I'd rather people wait two years and give me quality than drop an album every single year and drop trash. Because what's the point of that? Do you know what I'm saying? I don't want to be out here sibbing through songs. I'd rather enjoy it. That's why I respect someone like Roddy Rich because he's high in demand but you know we're at the point where it's now 2021 he dropped his album December 2019 and he has made no illusions of dropping an album soon and I'm fine with that he had a big song last year Rockstar and all that he doesn't need one right now with J. Cole Kendrick and Drake if they all drop it could be mad because what at a time where I'd say Big Sean was in that category of big rappers that people were excited about Obviously, with some of the stuff that has been going on with Big Sean's life, he's kind of not fading out of that top, top rapper conversation. But I don't know how these men are going to do it. Are they all going to go up each other, go up against each other on the same day? A bit like what Kanye West and 50 Cent did in about 2007, 2008. Are they going to go up one after one after one? Who goes first? Are they going to be collabs between each other on these albums? I don't know. But if they all drop in May, it could be amazing it could be an exciting 30 days where i haven't dropped a youtube review and make sure you follow me uh, on youtube miles mikoski is the name you can see my youtube reviews that i do every single well every single week coming back from this week because i haven't done one of this since november it's bad we don't talk about it we just keep it moving <laughs> but i'm saying this month could be a mad a mad 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 month if we get all three of them dropping i'm happy for one to be fair because if it's quality it's going to tie us over for at least a couple months if they was to plan it out really i'd rather have j cole drop then i'd rather have drake and then i have kendrick close the year that's my order let me know on socials at mars Bukowski. who would you want first or do you want all of them at the same time now the final topic we're going to talk about today is courtesy of dj khaled now his album came out on friday First album in two years, obviously the last one. I need to get the name up properly because otherwise I'm not going to know it. Because this guy drops an album. At one point, he's dropping an album every single year. And then he got to the point where he is relaxed. So this one was called Khaled Khaled. And the one before that was called, where is it? Father of Assad, that's it. That came out in 2019. Then we had Grateful, 2017. Major Key, 2016. I Changed A Lot, 2015. And then Suffering From Success, 2013. So he's been pretty consistent with albums. But I'm done now with DJ Khaled now this is gonna sound it's gonna sound mad reason why I say this is because this album right 15 tracks 14 tracks sorry 14 tracks two of which we'd heard prior which is Grease and Popstar big tracks I think Grease a lot of people liked it I didn't like I wasn't really a big fan Popstar I did enjoy and then of course they gave that a video where Justin Bieber basically pretended to be Drake that was a good concept because it kind of got Justin Bieber's name back in the conversation again not like he was ever out of it but we just hadn't heard from him for a while after that yummy nonsense that was at the start of 2020 so this album i don't know it just it lacked so much and how i look at it is in the uk and in europe obviously we have football in it and you know when you get like champions league matches and it's like i don't know who's, who's a good example right now bayern munich versus uh, liverpool let's say bayern munich versus liverpool it's a massive game Two of the biggest heavyweights in football. Obviously, Liverpool are a bit dead at the moment, but we moved from that, yeah? Like, they come together, and then the game finishes nil-nil. That is the epitome of, or the personification of this DJ Khaled album. It's got names like Lil Wayne, Lil Baby, Lil Dirt, Cardi B, Her, Migos, Megan Thee Stallion. Some of these people are all on the same songs together. 
But when you get to the songs, how many of these songs are you actively going to listen to in six months' time? Because what I will give DJ Khaled in the past, especially not the last album, the one before that, so it'd be grateful. When he dropped like Wild Thoughts, that song will still go off now. I'm the one will still go off amongst certain circles now, still. A lot of these other songs aren't, right? They're not that great. But he had two songs that would make a lot of sense and be like, oh, rah, like, yeah, I like that song so much. It's a good song, blah, blah. This album ain't got that. If Because usually what he does and what I've noticed in the last couple of years is he drops a song, it usually becomes one of the songs of the summer, and then he dropped the album. He did that, but this album feels like he forgot what year it was because Popstar and Grease came out last year and then he dropped the album, but there's no record. There is no record that brings and ties this together that I'm aware of. He got gassed, you know, because of the Cardi B vocals coming in late. Obviously, we saw Lil Baby. Actually, before I even, let me play this little clip where Lil Baby's actually getting gassed on the Jay-Z and Nas feature. Hit him with that, baby, hit him with say, that. Say, uh, sorry, that's another beat. They still tripping on the other beat. That's a double beat. Nah, triple beat. <laughs> she come on that bitch. Hey. <laughs> so obviously we see, you know, that and we see people getting gassed on records and stuff like that. But just as a whole, like DJ Khaled, even when he gets these big names together, it doesn't hit. And it doesn't, it doesn't hit anymore. Because like I said, in the last album, which I'm gonna go through right now, let's have a look at it, right? Father of Assad. We had the only song I'd play right now, I like You Stay with J Balvin and Lil Baby, but it's not a song that's gonna you're gonna hear like everywhere. Do you know what I'm saying? The rest of this, like no brainer. Everybody knew that was just a refix of I'm the one. And that's the thing, I'm the one was not the greatest of records, but I understood why it worked. If we go back to Grateful, I've already explained the records that popped on that. If I even go back to Major Key, I Got The Keys was a big record. For Free was a big record. Let me see what else you got here. Do You Mind was decent. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's actually songs, three songs that I would say could still get a bit of rotation even to this day. I changed a lot. This one had Gold Slugs and Fetty Wap was popping at the same time, and it made sense. But you know what it is with DJ Khaled's albums, DJ Khaled's albums as well is he just chooses, like, whoever's popping at the time and gets them in the studio and works. Now, that's not... A, a cut or a slight or anything like loads of artists do that innit? loads of people do that that's not something against like dj khaled but the difference is when you have songs in the past yeah where it'd be like i'm trying to think of a good like i hold you down yeah where i remember being younger at the time being like raw like how are you getting chris brown and jeremiah to like harmonize and then you got august alcina coming on top of them and doing all this it was sick for me that concept was amazing in it like and he i felt like he really harnessed like having big artists on tracks but these songs regardless of if you've got her and migos and i expected more on the, of migos on that migos and her track her got way too much time on it not uh, nothing against her just in general but a lot of these songs are forgettable and it'll almost be like oh it'll be like these songs are like hip-hop trivia name a song where justin bieber and 21 savage collabed on a song ain't no one gonna remember this song in about six months time so then when there is actual answer with the song let it go people are gonna be like oh yeah forgot about that song because no one cared it's like don't get me wrong again we spoke about this last week numbers wise this album will go number one Ain't no problem with that. It'll go number one because everyone's going to be interested. If I scroll through this and I hadn't listened to this whatsoever, I'd be interested to hear what... Let's have a look. 
Bryson Tiller, Lil Baby and Roddy Rich sound like on the track. What Post Malone, Megan Thee Stallion, Lil Baby and The Baby sound like on the track. But these tracks don't sound good. And that's the problem. It's like they're not memorable. They don't stand out. And you know what? After the whole, you know, problem, I think it was two years ago when it was the... Yeah, was it two years ago? I think, let me check, let me check the dates. Father of Silence. So it was two years ago when you had Billie Eilish, Tyler the Creator and DJ Khaled. And DJ Khaled didn't get the number one album. And he was like doing that whole, you know, funky music and all that. And he was kind of taking shots at Tyler the Creator. It basically showed like, yeah, your persona of light and peace and blessed to the most high. You're just a hater like everyone else is. I, <laughs> it sounds bad to say, yeah. But it's the truth. Like if you're going to make little sly comments and stuff like that about Billie Eilish and Tyler the Creator, you ain't no better. Um, One thing I have to say is with, with not Tyler the Creator, with DJ Khaled. His music does not evolve. It's the same stuff that he pumps out every year or now every two years. And I ain't learning anything from it. And I ain't enjoying it. Like, I honestly, I'm telling you right now, after this weekend, after listening to it, I ain't listening to it again. Apart from maybe Popstar and Grease because they're the popular songs that people want. Unless a hit somehow gets mustered. Because with DJ Khaled, he gets a lot of money thrown at this these tapes. But... This is probably the worst tape out of all the tapes that he's released. And it's a shame. It's a shame. But we'll have to wait and see. I think I've been very critical. But I think my thoughts and my process has been fair. Do you know what I'm saying? But let me know. Please get at me on my socials. Let's discuss. Was this DJ Khaled album the worst album? Was it a bad album? Did you like it? Did you enjoy it? But that is it. That is it. That is the end of What A Week on the Mars Bukowski podcast. I'll be back next week with another set of uh, conversations another set of topics and stuff because we don't know what's going to happen in the next seven days but hopefully it's something positive hopefully it's something good i want to say to everyone stay blessed stay safe stay healthy do what you can i ain't gonna lie hay fever has been absolutely finishing me even right now as i'm talking yeah i'm like yo i want to sniff my nose so bad because hay fever is getting me different but at the same time we move we keep it moving but no i'll catch you guys next week Thank you for guys for tuning in as you do every single week. In a bit, peace. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.